Welcome to the Black Girl Lessons Podcast. Black Girl Lessons is an organization dedicated to uplifting and empowering young girls and women. It is our hope to encourage individuals coping with adverse childhood experiences and other obstacles that occur in life's journey. Black Girl Lessons has 13 core principles or lessons. Through this podcast, we explore those lessons with special guests. We each have lessons or stories we can share with each other to make our community stronger. Let the lessons be your guide. Hello. How are and you? I'm good. How are you? Good. And hello to all of our listeners. Welcome to Black Girl Lessons Podcast. We are here with another episode. And today's episode topic or lesson is there's only one you, which is one of our 13 lessons within our Black Girl Lessons. And we have special guests with us today, Michelle Moss, one of my classmates from Fisk University. And that's all I'm going to say because <laughs> you are going to introduce yourself, which is our Black Girl Lessons way. Yeah. I just open the door. So go ahead, tell us who you are, what you do, nine to five, um, on the side in the front <laughs> just go ahead and introduce yourself to the listeners sure so one i just have to say thank you so much for having me on your podcast i'm super excited and honored for the invitation so i get really excited um especially to be a guest on a podcast and just have to talk and that's it that's like my favorite uh, <laughs> part about it um so yes my name is anisha moss i also go by the d renee um in another world so in my nine to five world because i had to stop myself saying from saying professional because i like to think that all things that i do creative or more traditional are professional Mm -hmm. so in my more traditional role um, I work in career services and workforce development I've done that pretty much since I graduated from undergrad it was not the plan but we graduated during a recession I had to pivot and pivot and pivot Um, and essentially I like helping people and what I really love to do is helping people figure out how to be their best selves Um, and I do that in all of my world so um, I work um, in higher education helping students and all types of people really um, find out what they want to be when they grow up essentially and connect them to different trainings and educational opportunities and employment um and then outside of that i i've done i've recently gotten a little deep into my creation or my creative bag and i started a podcast so i had an idea for a podcast and i told a really close friend of mine like what do you think about co-hosting this podcast with me and she was like yes let's do it and shortly after we started the podcast we hit the pandemic it made things a little different difficult in terms of recording because we were still Mm -hmm. new and getting all of our technology and we weren't living together anymore was the whole thing we did it for as long as we could um and then uh, i tried a solo podcast and then my boyfriend and I did a podcast. So there was a moment where I had three, po- I was hosting three podcasts. Oh, um, and um, 
what I've officially done is I stopped doing my solo podcast because I love podcasting but what and I love to talk but what I found is even if I'm the primary person I need like a straight man something I need another person to kind of bounce my conversation off of um and I I listen to podcasts where people just talk themselves and it's amazing and I just found that you know I'm not gonna force that shoe to fit um and what I also decided is just as I started again getting into content creation um on different social media platforms including YouTube and Instagram while still maintaining my regular job and trying to um keep some semblance of a life and a a romantic life and all that other stuff I had to let some things go so recently I stepped back from a Woken Ratchet podcast um, and I'm trying to move more deliberately um, in what I do and not to say that I can't do everything but maybe not everything at the same time so now I'm just hosting one podcast I'm co-hosting if it is in love podcast um, with my boyfriend um, and I have started to do different uh, beauty tutorials and reviews specifically on wigs I, I've got some clothing hauls some makeup reviews and things and reviving my YouTube channel I actually, I actually started my YouTube channel in like 2010 and then I did nothing with it and so I've had to stop kicking myself in the butt about I've seen so many people who started when I started and their living is in YouTube and social media and they have hundreds of thousands of followers and part of me like if I had just stayed with it um so kind of having a reprieve and then trying to come back with a much more saturated market um uh, almost 10 years later has been interesting um mm-hmm. but I'm really focused it's fun right like I love the job that I do I love working in a more quote unquote serious or corporate environment but I love um, creating videos and content and because even doing it in the space right now where I don't have any brand deal so I do it for fun and Right. It also means putting money with no hope of, with no plan for a return, which is oh. a whole other <laughs> thing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you really got to like this. Um, right. You really have to enjoy doing this. You have to enjoy the response. You have to be willing to learn, figure out, you know, and everybody's trying to sell you a plan on how to make a million dollars on YouTube or how to build your brand um, on Instagram. Just buy this platform, do this. So everyone's now trying to tell you how to do everything. Um, and what I found is that people are trying to tell you without telling you. Right. So people don't just tell you like, okay, this is how much money you should be asking for or this is what you should be doing in there. So I've been having a really good time um, navigating that space. And I have these moments where I'll go really hard. And then I'll be like, oh my God, that's overwhelming. I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired. Um, but it, I've been really learning like consistency is key in, in, in that space. And so that's kind of what I do. I help people in all facets, um, whether it's finding their career or trying to find, you know, how to do a good side part on a curly wig. So. that is awesome 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 and like you just said like you're doing it with no return on your money and it's like you love it so (laughs) what (laughs) what has pushed you in um what has pushed you towards this new space this creative space and even in your nine to five what has pushed you what 
pushed you to go, you know, towards like helping people? I know you mentioned the recession, but mm-hmm. what where where do you find the passion? Like, where do you find the drive in these things to keep you going? Um, because, you know, I'm, I'm in the higher air world yeah. as well. And, it's, you know, some days it's like, hmm. Yeah, hmm. absolutely. <laughs> so um, what drives you and where does your passion come from in either space? Mm-hmm. So I think that definitely um, my passion... You know, I, I laugh with someone. I was laughing with somebody like, oh, if I, you know, I would wonder if I want to leave higher ed. Then I'd be like, ooh, a spring break. And it's so funny because we're about to come up on spring break next week. So I'm just like, you know, time off is always <laughs> nice. But, you know, that can't be the driving force. You know, you can't just be like, oh, because I get this one week or, you know, and then doing winter break, then that's why I do it. I think my driving force is I love creating a space to empower and help people where there wasn't one or sometimes it's creating more spaces. I think, and I, and I feel that way about my online presence. I think sometimes people don't do, and what kept me from doing this um, for a while was, oh, someone else is going to do it or someone else is doing it. And always having that idea that someone else, someone else, someone else means that there's no space for you. And what I know is that in all of my experiences, there was someone who help lead the way or help show me different opportunities and options that had they said well somebody else will do it I would not have had the opportunity some of the opportunities that I did so I also really want I love to share my experiences and I realize that in all in a lot of instances people have to make their own choices and decisions and kind of do their own thing but I love that people can also just look at my walk and my journey and my mistakes most importantly um and mm-hmm. I, I like to be fairly true that so people will be like oh not gonna do that and I want to prevent people I want to like caution people tell people like hey yes stove is hot fire don't touch this doesn't mean that you can't turn the knobs you can't navigate the stove but you should not put your hand directly on the fire because you get burned mm-hmm. and so that's kind of why I do that um I won't I would be lying if I said you know part of it is I just kind of did what felt good um it felt good to help people in this way and I knew that whatever I do in all my career transitions it has to deal with me teaching and telling but I don't want to be a teacher because I don't want a lesson plan I don't want a great homework (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. And I say that, and I also am a teacher, so I do teach adult, but I teach adult education courses um, for internationally trained professionals, so it's a little different, so I do do that, but um, just like a few weeks a year. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think that for me, uh, that's part of why I do what I do, and I'm probably going to say the thing that a lot of people are afraid to say, I like being seen. I think that more people need to walk you know I'm I'm not known to be super humble <laughs> and I'm okay with that I think we need more people we need more black women we need more people saying like yeah I'm the ish like I'm, I'm right. pretty dope and that's okay for me it doesn't make you less 
you know and I just feel like if I'm dope and I feel that then I want to surround myself with other dope people so if I'm dope you're dope and I and I really think that I have important things to say and I think that I'm an interesting person and I think that you know if I were other people I don't want to listen to me talk and I don't want to have conversations with me and I don't want to be my friend so I'm just like and I fought against that because I think we're also in a world that's like you know shh be quiet girl like you're doing too much Mm -hmm. and so I think right now I'm really really focused on fighting against the kind of fighting against the doing too much by leaning into it like I'm Mm -hmm. I'm gonna do the most now right awesome that is so great and all those things you just said is one of the reasons that I was like oh that mission would be great (laughs) for this um, lesson topic only one you because like you said you like I'm dope like yeah. my <laughs> so yeah you dope too my dopeness don't take away from your dopeness right. and so with this lesson when we um go over it with our mentees and just trying to get them to understand there was only one you created right. it's not um, a Dynisha Moss 2.0. Right. Some here, a doppelganger, somebody running around <laughs> here as you. Like, that's, that's not what's going on here. There's only one you. And so, for our girls that are coming up, our youth that are coming up, or even some of us at our age, this is a like a hard pill to swallow for some people. Like, it's you. You are unique. Like, Hands down, nobody's life is just a hundred percent rosy. Not even celebrities. They got all this money and all this, you know, these different things. It's not a hundred percent great. But outside of that, it's only one you. And so, um, in exploring this topic, I just really wanted um you to kind of give us some insight on you because I watch all your videos (laughs) yeah (laughs) um and even my girls my twins started like a little YouTube thing and I was like look go watch this person video like just (laughs) so you can see how others I'd be like go watch this video you know and a few other people just to see how that person carries themselves and like just walking in the this is me and nobody else is going to be me. They could try. Yeah. I'm flattered if they do. Um, so what has been your experience in just accepting who you are and being you and showing others like this is me unapologetically. This is me. Right. So I think it's funny because I think that how I really got on that journey was trying to be other people (laughs) so it's so funny because you know I just think we live in a world that loves to tell us how we should be right um Mm -hmm. we should look like this we should talk like this we should be like I don't think that all of it is wrong I think that some of it you know we need guidance and and if we're going to be in different kinds of spaces how we should how what what's a good way to kind of start what you know sometimes you need to start up like what are people doing over here and how do I fit into this space Mm -hmm. and things like that but sometimes we get so inundated with that that 
we become carbon copies or you you know you'll you will become what you think this should be right and i even think about it like mm-hmm. oh you know when got ready to go to college this is what people in college do they do this and this is what this looks like and this is what this world looks like and you know i got to a place where i just started to be really uncomfortable with what was happening so really how I started to really really dig deeper into becoming me is it got so hard to fight who I am where every time I tried to be like well I'm gonna be this version of me like for instance I always like I always think oh you're too loud you're too um, uh, brash. You're too, um, you know, assertive. So be a little more demure and be a little more quiet. I almost died. It just <laughs> because I legitimately got a, a a migraine trying to suppress saying stuff. Right now, there the there's a lesson in like make sure you're actively listening and not feeling like you need to talk over others and so there's that but there's also like if you have something to say say it and don't feel like you're talking too much and don't let other people you know make you feel bad because you talk a lot in conversations because you have something to say and maybe they just don't talk enough and so Mm -hmm. I think that really trying to be so much like you know this idea in relationships I want to be this woman for this man um instead of just being myself and allowing him to love Mm -hmm. who I am and if you don't that's fine someone will right and so Mm -hmm. uh right so it's kind of like some of those growing pains that I didn't really find out until a little later in life and I I mean I'm only 34 so in my mind I'm still young I'm like I'm young but I also am in a space where I know that there are adults who are significantly younger than me and so I'm like okay so that's a real thing as well (laughs) Um, like people (laughs) born in the 2000s like can drink legally like I was like wait what Um, I don't know how did that happen so like stuff like that um, really kind of propelled me into a space where I uh, you know I wanted to examine like who are you what do you really want um, and honestly, therapy. Therapy has helped me. I'm an advocate for therapy for everyone to go see a therapy yes. a therapist. Yes. And I and I tell people, don't go because you think something is wrong. You therapy is also preventative me- uh, me- uh, medicine. So go because you need someone to talk to. Go because your friends are not therapists. Even if they are therapists, they're your friends. They're biased with you. So there is mm-hmm. go go to see someone. And at the point that I did go to therapy, I was really really in a bad bad space and I'm just like man lady I should have been coming to see you well before but she really Mm -hmm. in in my sessions it just really forced me to be like look what you're doing to yourself now you Mm -hmm. need to figure out how to be the most authentic version of you and what I learned is now that I do that right and I have slip up I have moments where I'm like I don't want people to see this part of me but for the most part I feel Mm -hmm. like I'm very transparent um in a lot of things and then when people don't like me or they don't agree with me it feels okay because it's me they don't agree with they're not disagreeing with the mask they're not disagreeing with some pseudo version of me it's like it's me so at least i'm true to me and if you don't like it that's fine so yeah so i think it was a lot of it was trial and error um and it's still a learning 
curve, right? I'm st- and, and I think that as you have different life experiences, I surmise that, you know, when I start having children, that'll, you know, make me a different, more authentic version of myself, right? When I add different monikers to who I am, like just me, the single version of me might be different than the wife version of me and the, the mom mm-hmm. version of me which I love to like speculate what that's yeah. gonna be like and I like to pretend and then I'm like yeah but you don't know what'll happen until it happens so right definitely and I think it's so you you just brought up so many great points um about trying to be someone else or trying to live a life with that mask on especially for other people like that is something that I don't know is is that like learning in grade school or something like I think it it feels like somewhere it was was I think it absolutely is it's learned at a young age right and 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 depending on your culture and your hometown all of those things have factors but I think you know oftentimes especially as black women in America there are a lot of shared experiences we have and and, and, I mean being little girls being seen and not heard when I want to be heard and seen it is the crux of my personality to be heard and seen Mm -hmm. Um, and given the space to do so and the encouragement to do so but what is taught to me is how I'm going to be good in society is to is to shrink myself and how when people tell me professionally I should shrink myself because uh, being too much is not professional or, or or doing this is not professional and I think that people don't say it in a, in a way they're not intentionally trying to harm me right but also doing harm doesn't require intent that's the the hard part people are like I didn't mean to you don't have to mean to to do it um and right. I think so I think that a lot of that comes at a young age or you know I was I, I was I was doing a training today and I was that I was teaching and I was telling them you know um one of the things that I'm always grateful to my mother about was that she would put me in places where she didn't know a thing but she would say you know I know that it's important for you to have this experience and so she used to put me in every kind of camp and all kinds of things you know as a single parent that I didn't want to go to but she'd be like you know they anytime they had a scholarship mm-hmm. program or something at her job she'd be like signing me up and I'm like I don't want to go away for a weekend to this thing and of course I ended up loving it but she was just like you need to go and you know anytime I you know I ended up going to tra- travel to Ghana when I was 17 mom was like I'm gonna figure it out she's like even when we're getting here for college she had no idea she's like I don't know about any of this but I am going to make sure that mm-hmm. you're in spaces where someone will teach you, you know? And she's like, and then she's like, all of that, like then in turn encouraged her. And my mom got her high school diploma my junior year of college. So she, mm-hmm. I love that she put me in spaces where I could always want more than what was in front of me and that I could be more than uh, maybe, you know, uh, what was in my neighborhood and what was just around me um and trying to fight kind of like those lessons that were trying to be ingrained in me to be smaller and to be less and you know to feel like I had to fit this cookie cutter model of what success looked like and and it doesn't and it 
it, it means different things to different people and it evolves right what success means to me now could be different a year a year from now mm-hmm. i mean a few months from now it's gonna be different definitely 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 will um how have you dealt with people not embracing who you are um i know like my what my personality is i'm just like i write TikToks, <laughs> but <laughs> but how have you i mean it depends on the situation too sometimes you just have to take a deep breath and proceed with caution with some right. certain folk um but how have you been able to deal with people that just don't want to accept who you are especially when you're in a setting where you kind of have to work with them whether it's personal or you know in a more um formal setting so i i absolutely think that there are instances where it's hard I, i probably am more like you in default toward kick rocks but if there's an instance where that's not my choice um like at Mm -hmm. uh the nine to five or something like that i'm just very um i am very good and this was again something that i had to learn out of necessity because i was bad at it at one point um learning boundaries (laughs) and there are people who and what happens is because my personality is to be very jovial and to be happy but when you have crossed a certain line with me and we just do business that's what it is and there is no kiki kiki haha and it also doesn't mean i don't i wish you any ill will it just means that's not where we are let's get this and then move forward i can work with people i have i don't like that i don't care for i work with people all the time who think that i like them and i don't because my job our 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 collective goal is to get this project done to get this work done and me liking you is not a prerequisite to doing this work and so i'm able to kind of have a separation there um i as much as possible i like to be very specific especially if you are in um what i call like my circle of intimacy um whether that be my best friends my family whatever the case is i always want to i'm a talker like i want to resolve issues we got problem i want to talk about the little uh pimples before we have a breakout like i want to i want to pop those Mm -hmm. i want to i want to converse i want to know when i make you mad i want to know when i upset you i want to know like i said even when i don't intend on it because and it doesn't mean that i did something wrong it means i want to hear what your experience is with this interaction and if there's something i could do to change or if there's something i could do to make you understand my perspective i like to do that and i also just like to i have zero problem with cutting people off and i tell people it does not matter if we share dna it doesn't matter if you birth me it doesn't matter if you participated in the birthing of me it doesn't mean if you raised me or reared me at any point in my life I'm no I have no obligation to allow somebody to mistreat me in any form I don't care who you are and I tell myself this you don't mistreat you and when you start getting out of hand we're gonna go talk to that lady twice a week you know so I'm just I am very I am so careful with me and I used to not be I used to be careless, careless with myself. 
and letting anybody have pieces of me and I don't and I don't mean that in a like that doesn't mean that again like I said I like to be transparent I like for people to be able to say find me relatable but I was just letting people take from me and 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 just giving myself less the lesser all the time all the time all the time and so I'm really and I tell people with love and I and I say that because I legitimately had to cut off a family member for something crazy over like with COVID um someone not understanding that I wasn't gonna go to a gathering with them and um they came to visit um in town and them getting really upset and using some choice words and I was just like okay and we are you know and not trying to understand and I was just like we don't have to do this and there's only going to be so much arguing I'm going to do especially when you're not part of the mm-hmm. circle of intimacy I'm not going to fight you too much to be in my life I'm not I'm not going to do it and so I do have no problem kicking anyone out and I can do it with love which I think people don't think is true like I don't wish people bad I don't wish nobody ill because I don't want anybody wishing me any ill will I miss you I wish you the best over there (laughs) just over there that's it (laughs) exactly exactly yeah and I think people definitely have to understand that because sometimes we let people stay in our lives um, in our close circle too close to us for too long and it tears us down and then you're trying to find that who you are and you can't even find it because of all the negativity and just all the mess that they have right there blocking you and then you can't even see you for you because you believe in what they saying or, or just entertaining yeah exactly and even when it's not bad and i and i just this last example i had a friend who one time uh it happened sometime in the beginning of last year and she was just doing like different shout outs on um, her facebook and she was and it was just like these posts that she she was making about women who impacted her life and she did a post about me and she started talking about some of the things that she saw from her vantage point that were going on and some of the you know she's like oh we moved to houston like all of the stuff that i had going on that i didn't realize she had been watching and she and i were really close um mm-hmm. at one point we were those friends who like we when i was in church we went to church every day or, like all the services we went together we hung out and for a short for about a year and a half she was like one of my best friends and then we just kind of drifted apart nothing bad happened there was no ill will Mm -hmm. we just started kind of evolving and going and we would still have events and invite one another until you know when I moved we definitely weren't um just connecting and so she even meant she mentioned in her post she's just like you know life pulled us in different directions but I just wanted you to know like this kind of impact that you had on my life and I'll love you forever and it always makes me think like people think because we're not in the same kind of space with each other then it means something bad and it doesn't necessarily because for us it was just like the season was over and that was oh and we were both and it felt good and I think sometimes people wait until it's it hurts like so now we're in a place where we should have moved on from each other because because we weren't serving each other in the same way and now we're angry and we're fighting and all of that and but it just we just let it organically flow so that was great yeah that's awesome because you 
Yeah, that's awesome because you do not want to get to that place where you are fighting. Exactly. Like that's the worst. The worst thing. I let something like that happen. Um, I watched someone, you know, they always had a story about how this person or that person were doing them so wrong. And I'm just like, dang, all these people doing you wrong? Like, I worry about this person, that person doing something. I'm like, dang, people just treat me bad. Like, right. you're doing that. Like, and then I got into a situation and realized, mm-hmm. no, it's mm-hmm. you. It is you doing people wrong. Exactly. And then out on it, it's a problem. So definitely, I definitely understand it. Definitely understand it. Um, I wanted to ask you, since we're talking about, you know, the uniqueness of ourselves, what is it about you that you just love? Because some people can't identify, like when you ask some people, what do you love? Like, you know, it takes them a while to respond because they're still with you know the things that they like about themselves and dislike so what are the things that you love about yourself or even dislike or working on um so i think like from a physical standpoint like i love my smile i think that i have a fairly like uh captivating smile which kind of ushers in my ability to make people feel welcome but it also has the ability to make people think like Mm -hmm. i should um so i it is multi-talented um and it's part my i have my mama's uh lips and i'm always like i used to like uh, as a kid i'm like oh my god these big lips but now i'm like you know how much people pay for these so yay me Mm -hmm. um i really like my ability to draw people in when i'm in a room and make people feel like yeah i want to be here like this is a cool place to hang out this is a cool place to be like in her aura like i i think that my aura is like really nice uh, to be in and so i really really love that about me sometimes i unintentionally like, kind of like turn on the charm and i'm like oh i want to you know here I am having to entertain and it's funny because a lot of people think that I am an extrovert and I'm not I'm an ambivert so I am as comfortable being by myself as I am with people so oftentimes if I am too inundated mm-hmm. with other people which I mean in quarantine quarantine hasn't been a real issue um I feel the need like I need seclusion I need to be by myself I need to be in a corner and like I've had to um, convey this to my boyfriend and just be like you know it's not you we've just had a lot of togetherness and I need some time to be by myself and I'm like what are you doing <laughs> nothing I'm just gonna stare at this wall for a little while and I need you to let me do that um so I love that um about me I love that I you know that I dream out loud I think that we live in a world that teaches us like silence and and I will say that there are certain things like okay everybody doesn't need to know every intricate part of everything all the time but I like for people to start a journey with me I like for people to be like oh podcast oh you on YouTube oh you doing this and sometimes it's weird I'm not gonna lie when you're doing weird wig reviews but you are starting it from your personal um Instagram page and like all types of people see it and they see you in a different light it is weird. I'm not going to lie about that, but I like that I live out loud 
solely because I've had so many people say like you inspired me to do this like I wasn't gonna start a podcast or I always thought about doing this YouTube page or I thought about this and then I saw you doing it and helping it now I want to do it and so I, I love that about me that like I want that that I'm able to go out and just be like here I am right like I'm loud I'm black and I'm happy and, and I like to make my presence known and again it was probably that thing about me that I didn't like at one point that I was trying to hide and seclude that I really really um learned to embrace um and really figure out how to work for me and, and work in my favor so that's kind of what I what I love about me and of clear, clearly I have tons of things to work on I have lots of things that I need to work on um in in that same vein in that same light um you know continuing to have the kind of confidence that I need um to move forward and to to make sure that I'm allowing other people to like to shine you know even in my space so that's things that I'm always always working on so yeah that is awesome so if you're listening right now one of my charges or challenges to you is to just sit down with yourself for a few moments or over a course of a few days whatever it takes and just make sure you know the things you love about yourself because that's a very important for understanding who you are and the uniqueness of you because if you can't see those things a lot of times you're harder on yourself or you like we were talking about before you allow a lot of detrimental things to happen in your life because you're not loving yourself first and you're not um, appreciating all your talents and all the gifts and the beauty and all the things that God has granted you um, because you can't see it for yourself in that moment or sometimes we're just going through some things and we just can't really see all the positives about ourselves that maybe some other people do see you know a lot of times we have people in our lives that like girl you know you are boom 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 Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And we, we can't even see it ourselves. So it's very, very important. Yeah. We tell them they don't see what they see. And it's like, right. I, don't tell me what I see. I'm telling you, you're awesome. Right. And it's just so funny how we tell other people that what they see is not true or we're trying to commit. Look, people think I can do that. People think I'm amazing. Who am I to tell them I'm not? Okay. And I've learned that. And that's hard. But I've learned that to be like, yes, I will agree with you. I am pretty cool. <laughs> I would be my friend too. Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah, we definitely, as Black women, especially, we have to start embracing that and not downplaying. Um, when someone gives us that compliment or recognizes something in us that we don't see, and a lot of times that's how we miss our blessing or we miss our calling. Like, if you continually have people telling you, that you do something really well and people gravitate to you because of that like maybe that's your calling maybe that's why you are here or one of the reasons why you're here and people people do have a hard time dealing with those things so we like to keep our episodes short and snappy as i would say so that 
people can maybe listen in a car ride or a quick workout. Yes. So as we come to a close with this um, episode, um, are there any specific words of wisdom, lessons, little golden nuggets that you would like to leave our listeners with? Yeah, so there's a quote um, in my favorite book of The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho, which I always recommend that everyone read. Um, I try to read it at least once a year, um, usually at the top of the year as I start my new reading list. Um, and the primary quote, um, which is the idea of the book, is that when you want something, all the universe conspires in helping you to achieve it. And for me, it's like when you're going out and you're trying to, a lot of times we, we feel our call. I think sometimes we feel our call. And like I was saying, sometimes I, I found a lot of what I wanted to do by really getting involved in things that I knew weren't right, but they were safe. Um, and the universe just kept calling me to what I needed to do. And I was just like, but I don't have an outline for this and I'm a planner. And so I'm just like, well, how do I do this? And what will this look like? And what I realized is when I just really lean into it, the universe is like a pillow. God of the universe is like, I got you. Just fall. Would you just fall and do what I do the work? Do the work mm -hmm. and stop worrying about all of those other things. They're in you. You just have to like put these tools to use. You know, it's like you want to put something together and then you're like, oh, I do have this toolbox. Let me put this nail on this wall and let me, you know, do whatever I need to do to build this thing and put this thing together. And so I really just feel like when you are intent and it's for me, part of it is in the ma my manifestation and affirmation journey is just saying like when I am focused and when I put my mind to like these are the things that I want to do the universe is like yes and and it doesn't look like a straight line the universe will just conspire all the works will come together to do mm -hmm. and you know and I tell some people are like well huh and I tell people like if you're a Christian and you say you know that's your faith base you know the bible says that um you know God will make sure that all things come together for the good you know so it's like and it's not even good things God says all things so right. even the all stuff things. that looks like this is crazy Lord why am I he said all things now and we have choices and some things the Lord didn't intend but I, right. <laughs> he's like I wasn't gonna put that person to help but here we are I'm gonna use him too he's clay you know so I really really believe that when we are intent when we focus and we're just thinking about this is the thing I need to be doing and I am focused on the thing that I need to be doing and I'm listening and I'm allowing the universe I'm listening to all the signs that it'll all work to my benefit and that you really your wildest dreams right and I, I just believe that the universe has things for me that I can't even imagine and I'm just really excited for what that's gonna look like that is so awesome. Yes, we have to tap into these manifestations and just speaking things into existence. And like you said, all things, all things. Yeah, it might look crazy at times, but all things. Well, Donisha, thank you so much for joining us. I have been sitting here taking some notes <laughs> and just really enjoying this conversation. Um, and we'll probably have you on again sometime just you know to continue other conversations with other topics yes I would love um, it 
So, can you tell our listeners how to find you? Yeah, so I am at the D Renee on all things on social media. So, on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. What? I <laughs> Now, let me tell you. I'm in the auntie corner of TikTok, so don't be looking for no savage challenges on my corner of TikTok. You might see some reaction videos. I make I most of my videos are me sitting down. Um, I tried to do the busted challenge and hurt myself. Um, and I made a fun video out of I really hurt myself. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. So I'm in the auntie corner of TikTok, but everything is at the D Renee. So it looks like the D Renee, but yeah, it's the D Renee on all things. Um, so yeah, follow me there to see all the fun things I have. Yes, and when we air this episode and post for it, I will definitely include Danisha's handle so you can go find her, watch these videos. <laughs> We Danisha didn't have me on these these weeks. <laughs> I legit bought some. You know, when you're like, I was like, okay, well, I'm a I'm a study at this chair, and I'm a I bought two weeks. <laughs> I just did that. <sighs> yeah, I um I just started this long journey, but yes. I said I might need. So I definitely have been on the sites like, <laughs> but I'm so. I'm like, do I want this one, this one? Then my husband will kill me if a whole bunch of weeds show up at the house. So I just need to make you gotta spread them out, girl. I'll be spreading them out and I'll be like, oh, don't you want to go to the grocery store? Let me go check this Amazon package locker real quick. (laughs) Right, right, right. Right, you don't want to cause them fights. You need them problems. Right, and the pandemic orders, boy. (laughs) Yeah, I had to have a conversation with myself about that. Like, where are you going? Okay. Gotta look good for the camera. (laughs) Yes, definitely, everyone. I will post how you can get in touch with Danisha if you want to, you know, DM her, ask her some further questions, do some collabs, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, So, thank you so much for joining us. We are definitely grateful that you have made an appearance on our podcast i'm still trying to even learn this whole podcast oh it's a journey yeah it is definitely like my kids are literally having a whole party (laughs) that i could hear right now like y'all know i'm recording but um that's hilarious (laughs) thank you for joining us and i wish you the best in all of your endeavors um and keep entertaining us (laughs) and all this good advice especially the quotes I love the quotes with the um, black Uh women those have been very uh, very inspiring on Instagram thank you Um, so I like those I was like okay yeah I was like let me keep this going as I went from black history month to women's history month I'm gonna have to come up with a reason for April (laughs) well April is like national minority okay there we go Boom. You just help me out. Feature feature some healthcare personnel. Yeah, I love it. Thank you. So, yeah. So, thank you for joining us and definitely have a wonderful evening. It was good chatting with you. (laughs) Likewise. Thank you. Bye bye.
Thank you for listening to our episode. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Black Girl Lessons or explore our website, www.blackgirllessons.org. And remember, let the lessons be your guide.